Hello, dear listeners. It is I, DJ Star Sage, coming to you once again from Her Majesty's Carriage. It is Monday evening and 73 degrees out here in not quite apple country. I am heading home from my work day at the candy shop and the sun is shining overhead. How are you? And what have you been up to? I hope you had a chance to sit back and relax and enjoy your weekend. And if you don't have weekends off, hopefully you had a moment to spare between loads of wash or that pile of dishes or even the lunches that you have to make each day. Having something to look forward to always makes the week go by quicker. Hubby and I have a, a, a day trip adventure on the horizon here. As I mentioned in my last episode, our anniversary is due to come this next month here, and we're celebrating preemptively as a peer at Grace Brothers has airfare to travel abroad, so they both, hubby and this person, can't be both out at the same time. Friday evening, hubby worked late, and when he returned home, we did some research. Uh, As you may know, I have a love of history and genealogy. Part of our day trip will allow us to visit parts that we haven't been and uh, pass through a cemetery that includes some unexplored ancestral roots. Come to find out, part of my family may have connections with the founding of Cromwell University. Apparently back in the day, this was a fairly affluent family that may have contributed to that organization of higher learning. And visiting cemeteries is something that hubby and I enjoy doing, especially when it's somewhere we haven't been before. It often allows us an opportunity to explore new surroundings and take in some of nature's natural beauty, as well as experience some of the art forms of days gone by. A lot of headstones in cemeteries that are older will be done in styles that are no longer in fashion. And it's like stepping through a doorway into the past. Saturday was quite the busy day as hubby had an early shift and I had an afternoon of errands. I decided to have my winter mop chopped. 
Now, in um, my younger days, in my 30s, I used to keep on top of fashion a little bit more. I used to get highlights done, and once in a while I would go blonde. Now, of course, this is sort of my birthright, as I do have a Swedish great-grandmother, or I had, and the blue-eyed and blonde-haired look is in my blood. In fact, when I was a young lad, I sported the little Dutch boy look. The bowl cut and the blonde hair, yep, that was me. And as time grew on, I shed the blonde locks and darker roots grew in and nowadays I resemble more, if you'll forgive the term, in some parts of the world known as Black Irish. Saturday evening, Hubby and I were able to begin crossing off a couple of movies on our watch list. Now, don't get too excited. We didn't suddenly develop a social life. <laughs> so we didn't actually step out our door to see these. These were at-home viewings. And one of them actually included a film on disc. Yes, physical media. How gauche. Every now and then, we chance upon one of those vending machines that has the, the color red in their title. And sometimes we'll find that at the end of their rental cycle, these titles will be up for grabs on quite a discount. And one of those them about to talk about, we picked up for a reasonable amount. The first of the two films that we watched was the animated film from 2017 starring the voice talent of Steve Carell, famous for Saturday Night Live and the network sitcom The Office, as well as Saturday Night Live talent Kristen Wiig, who also starred in a film with Melissa McCarthy called Bridesmaids, and more recently was a star in the Ghostbusters remake. Now, that received mixed reception. However, I am one to enjoy films that could be seen as lower budget or less popular, so the, uh, the all-female cast remake of Ghostbusters is actually one of my more recent favorites. Despicable Me 3 is the latest installment in a series. The main character, Gru, is a villainous character who is introverted and dresses drab, and his life was turned on, a, on ear in the first film when three orphaned girls arrived at his doorstep. This latest installment includes his new wife, Lucy, voiced by Kristen Wiig, as they discover Gru's twin brother, Drew. Drew, who lives in a far-off land, is wealthy, has long blonde locks, is very outgoing, 
and Tress is very preppy in that he looks like he's just come from the country club. He's got the, the sweater tied over his shoulders and the, the golf pants. And he has an interest in pursuing the family business, villainy. Well, this is something that Gru has given up now that he's become a family man. And the calamity just ensues when they learn that an 80s TV child, uh, in a childhood 80s TV star has turned evil. This character's name is Brat. And I, I won't speak too much more about that, but it was a very delightful film. And as you may know, Hubby and I do, from time to time, enjoy a dose of childish humor. Anybody worth their salt will tell you that the day-to-day responsibilities of being an adult can often weigh you down, and nothing revives the spirit of youth like a little bodily function humor. Something you can definitely experience in the Despicable Me series, but it's definitely worth the watch if you enjoy animated films and uh, you're in need of a good laugh. The other film that we caught is the latest installment in the Alien series. This was a series that started in the late 70s, early 80s with Sigourney Weaver originating the role of Eleanor Ripley, a scientist who is traveling into deep space and through a series of events, of course, runs into a sinister race of aliens that have been genetically engineered. Well, this latest installment of Alien Covenant follows the storyline from the previous film, Prometheus, which was a prequel, as it is very popular these days to create backstories to established series. Alien Covenant stars Michael Fassbender, who in more recent years has become popular for playing the role of young Magneto in the prequel X-Men series, as well as his co-star in Alien Covenant is someone that Harry Potter fans will recognize from being the love interest in the Fantastic Beasts film, Catherine Waterston. Catherine plays a character very similar to Sigourney Weaver's in that she's a young female astronaut, a young female scientist traveling into deep space. And in this installment, the colonists of this uh, mission are awakened early when it's discovered that a planet along their route meets some of the qualifications to be a candidate for colonization. However, the computer does not have the planet on record. 
And so, of course, through the events that ensue, you'll learn, of course, why. Because, spoilers, the planet was already inhabited. So the character of the android from the prior film, Prometheus, whose name is Walter, has been stranded on this alien world when the ship from the past film, which was the craft of the advanced race known as the Engineers, has crash-landed. And we soon learn that this is a world that was inhabited by the Engineers. And before long, we encounter a version of the engineered xenomorph creatures that are the source of horror through the series. But it was a very beautifully done film, a lot of high-tech images, and Hubby said that uh, as a fan of the Alien series, this installment fit right in. So if you haven't already caught it, check out Alien Covenant. And uh, be sure not to watch it too close to your bedtime as it, as it might cause some fright. Alrighty, folks. Well, I hope that you have something to look forward to to uh, get you through the week. It's always nice to have a distraction to break things up. Hopefully you don't have too much on your plate and your boss takes it easy on you. Have a good week, everybody. And be sure to check out PodCubs Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern at univazpods.net. Click on the globe to enjoy streaming audio and sign into Discord to participate in the chat room. That's all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Bye-bye. Unified. Unique. Voices. Unified. Unique. Voices. A network of inclusion. Univospods.net